shit. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I would like to welcome our many, many, many listeners to another episode of Another Picture Show podcast. My name is Madeline. I'm Olivia. We are the only two people who do this thing. And we watch movies together. I never know what it is. Olivia tells me and we watch it. Yep. Basically, I am the boss and I tell her what movie to watch. The only time I love being bossed around. Yeah. Uh, Most of the time she's never seen it and I have seen it. And then we talk about it and give our hot takes and big thoughts. Still need the t-shirts, man. I know. We'll get there. In progress. We just, you know. Hashtag merch? (laughs) We'll make it happen. Yeah. We're the only two that buy it. Like, it's fine. We'll watch it and or we'll make them and people will be like, oh, what's that? It's like my podcast. You should go buy merch. Damn, um, damn right. I feel like the past few weeks have been kind of more serious movies. Mm-hmm. So I thought this week we'd have a little bit more fun and I would give you a little treat. Yay. Treat me. You have 100% see this movie. Oh, uh, yay. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm just giving us a little a little break. I feel like we need a movie to like just let loose and have fun with. Okay. And uh, so this week we are going to watch Mamma Mia. <gasps> yes! yes. I think she's excited, everyone. Yes. Yay! I fucking love <laughs> Mamma Mia. Everybody can suck my dick who doesn't like it. I'm it's, so a fun, it's a fun movie. <laughs> I have also seen it. I don't know what else to say in this part other than... Uh, I don't think we should say anything else because I'll just, I just won't stop talking about she's, it. Yeah, she's going to go off when we get back from I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> All right. Wait, <laughs> well, can I reference Mamma Mia Here We Go Again when we talk about it? Should we just do both? Why, why the fuck not? <laughs> why would we dare exclude more ABBA Mamma Mia content from our lives? All right, impromptu. We're doing a double feature, Mamma Mia and yes! Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. <laughs> yes. I'm the boss this time. <laughs> I'm going to let you... Okay, so Madeline 100% has more knowledge about Mamma Mia and the movies. <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna let you kind of like run the show. Okay. Ooh, uh, I love, this is all impromptu. Like, yeah, this I, is all I, impromptu. I didn't we're think this about shit this. Up. this is usually, like I like content. to. Yeah, usually I like to have all the power, but I'm, I'm gonna give you the reins this time. I will do all the research. I will do like we're gonna get an ABBA history. We're gonna get a history of how Mama Mia came to be. We're gonna get a history of like fucking Meryl Streep's entire life. Then we're gonna get the actual film because Mama Mia was a musical first. Oh shit, we're going crazy. We're going balls to the motherfucking wall. Good thing it's a long weekend, y'all, because I got some movies and I got some Mama Mia research to do. Who has a full time job? Not me. I'm watching Mama Mia. <laughs> well, I'm excited now. Little, little, uh, lifting the pressure excited. off of me this time. I'm gonna let you take the reins, and this is gonna be good. So, yay! Let's not waste any more time. Let's go watch Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. And we'll be back with our review in three, two, one. 
We're back. We're back. We watched a thrilling double feature of Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia Here We Go Again. Do not call it Mamma Mia 2. I will come for you. It's Mamma Mia Here We Go Again. It's not Mamma Mia 2 Here We Go Again. It's Mamma Mia Here We Go Again. It's a play on words, y'all. Thank you. All right. So the intensity that she's setting up here <laughs> is what we're in for for the rest of this episode. Yes. Motherfucking ready. <laughs> I, I realize I swear a lot when we record. The more passionate I get about a subject. So just know that your children should not be listening to this. Um, I feel like I do the same thing. If you want them to swear, then, you know, do what you want. I'm not, I'm not a parent. I don't give a shit. <laughs> all right. So I'm the captain now. So I get to do all of the, the little fast facts. So I'm going to start just with Mamma Mia. Okay. And then I can do the fast facts for Mamma Mia. Here we go again later on when okay. we get to that point. Sounds all right. Good. So Mamma Mia is a 2008 musical comedy or a rom-com, like whatever you want to go with. Uh, it was directed by Phyllida Lloyd. I love that name. Written by Katherine Johnson, starring Meryl Streep. Oh, it's a long list. Amanda Seyfried, Pierce Brosnan, Stellan Skarsgård, Colin Firth, Ju- Dame Julie Walters, excuse me, Christine Baranski, and Dominic Cooper. Those are just like the main people. There's like a fuck ton more people in this movie, as we all know. Because everybody watched both movies before coming back, uh, <laughs> as was the assignment. And it is the story of a bride-to-be trying to find her real father, told using the hit songs by the popular 70s group ABBA. So, Excellent. Olivia, what are your thoughts? Tell me everything. Tell me everything you felt about watching Mamma Mia. Um, I feel like it's a, it's a wild like mixed bag of emotions <laughs> um, it's a fun movie because it's just you know if you come into it you know you have a few glasses of wine you can just jam out to ABBA and like you know have a fun time watching these famous people that you know rock out and and be silly on screen I mean you have fun watching it because you know they're having fun like yeah. making it I think that's like part of the appeal um Otherwise, it's not a good movie. <laughs> no, no. And I will, as there's, you are, I since you were the, technically the first to admit it, I will be the second. It is not a good movie. It yeah, is. there's a, the, the story of this movie does not matter. It's kind of just like, you wanted, you came here to listen to ABBA music, we will give you ABBA music, and you, we will force watch- a plot in there yeah. somehow. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were like, we... We gave you sexy people in a beautiful location singing ABBA. What more do you want? You want a good plot line? You're not going to get it. We gave you three big asks, people. Yeah. So, uh, yes, you're not wrong. I can, I can sum great. up my feelings on Mamma Mia as fun. I don't think I love it as much as you do. That's because fine. I don't, I, I, I feel like I have a hard time remembering a lot of what happens <laughs> because <laughs> it's just like I feel like there's a big section in the middle of Mamma Mia specifically where just random songs happen and I'm like what does this have to do with anything going on yeah and so and it's crazy because it was a whole stage musical like stage like popular stage production it wasn't like one of those random like you know you go like Oklahoma's popular but you're like yeah fuck Oklahoma you know what I mean like 
people like rave and it's it was one of the like longest running shows on the west end for like years like it it premiered in 1999 here's okay so i'll give a little backstory on the actual musical so mm-hmm. obviously everybody knows abba if you don't know abba why are you listening um abba was a is and is still kind of exists they don't really put out music anymore but they were a really popular swedish pop group from the 70s their big debut was they won the 1976 if i'm not mistaken i didn't check my facts on that because i thought i had it committed to memory 1976 um eurovision and the song they performed was waterloo so that was like their big break into like global stardom and so in like 1983 this uh london um producer uh judy kramer she came up with the idea after hearing uh, or listening to the winner takes it all one of their one of their very popular songs and she was like oh wow wouldn't it be great to have like a three theatrical performance of this song which like i love abba but at no point would i be like i want like a really dramatic like performance stage of the winner performance of this yeah stage i want a whole story on a greek island built around this one song you know what i mean um so she brought the idea to the two um men who were in abba benny and bjorn and the two women weren't really a big part of like the musical like or the movie like they obviously were like yes whatever do your thing but um agneta and anna fried um very like I don't know very reserved I think Anna Fried like contributed financially but like Anietta I believe is how you pronounce her name she was like very elusive very just hands off yeah hands off out of the limelight I think she went to like the premiere in Stockholm like she really like since ABBA kind of like subsided she definitely like retreated from like popularity as far or not popularity I should say as um the limelight the limelight yes so Benny and Bjorn were like I don't know like they weren't like super thrilled like they weren't like yes let's fucking do it but they also were like you know if you come up with like a decent story like why not because they're called like I guess when you make a musical around like songs that already exist like popular songs like specifically like songs Mm -hmm. that are of a certain pop group or group in general it's called a jukebox musical I did not know that until yeah there's lots of them they did one for like Frankie Valli and the yeah Four seasons it's uh jersey boys mm-hmm. they did you know american idiot which our friend denver was in at one point yeah he um, was there's a few yeah but i think mama mia is definitely like one of the more popular ones right exactly i think rock of ages is another one we don't uh, talk we about don't talk about well that's that's <laughs> how not, dare i mention rock of ages is rock of ages i don't think that's a jukebox well i guess it kind of is but it's not like one artist that's like it's yeah. kind of pulling from a variety of different people. Right. And I think, yeah, I think that's why it's like loosely tied to being a jukebox musical. We said we were going to talk about Rock of Ages and then we continue to talk yeah. about Rock of Ages. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. Continue with oh, no the worries. history of... Oh, yeah. It, I mean, so then she hired Katherine Johnson or like commissioned Katherine Johnson, who also wrote the script, like the story for um, the movie, Mamma Mia. Um she wrote the book for the musical production and then the rest was kind of history. It premiered in 1999. Um, when it did Abba gold, which is their like top hits, like compiled into one album, which, which was released in 1992, it reached the UK top charts again. So like everybody fucking loves Abba. If you say you don't love Abba, you're wrong. Like you're wrong. There's no, you don't know yourself. If you've, if you've never like danced to dancing queen at a wedding, like, 
if you've never even just like been if you never even just like bopped like a little head bop like in the chair watching like me and your grandma dance to dancing queen like you're you're lying to yourself okay just do a little (laughs) self-reflection anyway so yeah so considering it was this massively popular like well-produced well thought out like backed by ABBA or at least 50 percent of ABBA musical and then we have 2008 and they're like there's no really rhyme or reason Judy Kramer again was just like you know what let's just let's just make it into a movie and everybody was like fuck yeah so um Katherine Johnson then wrote this the script um for the musical and they got Meryl Streep uh, pretty early on like they cast her pretty well, early apparently on. this is I I watched a documentary about uh about the making of Mamma Mia like this the stage show and the Ooh, movie I, I didn't I write anything do down so you watched a whole ass documentary okay well okay I, I didn't write not. anything down so this is probably one of the only things I remember but okay, like great. Meryl Streep was like a super fan of the musical yes um and she like wrote a letter to the people who made it basically saying like I love this so much whatever and so they thought of her first to like be in the musical or the movie when they decided to make it they're like she's famous actress and she likes the show so you know she's like the reason half the cast was cast for Mamma Mia like she's the reason unfortunately Pierce Brosnan was cast (laughs) (laughs) Pierce Brosnan was like the wrong choice. The wrongest choice you could have possibly made. I mean, made. he could have been one of the dads, but, like, for the dad that has to sing the most? Mm. Like, if he was, if he had switched, I don't know what uh, Stellan Skarsgård's um, singing, like, full singing capabilities. He kind of, like, sings a little bit in Mamma Mia, and he does not sing at all in Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. But if they had, like, switched places, I wonder if that would have been better, because S.O.S., the Pierce Brosnan's performance of SOS is the bane of my existence. <laughs> is the thorn just, in my like, ABBA loving side. The, the close-ups on his face, it looks like he's about to like bust oh, yeah. into like full-blown chuckles. Um, every time he's like, SOS. It's like, oh. But he's, it's also like, it's like he's holding back death. <laughs> like he's trying not to laugh. It's like he's yeah. either going to laugh or die if he like breaks in this song there's there's two forks in the road and pierce is fighting like he's not he's not fully committing like Mm -hmm. i feel like there's more that he could give us but he's not he's like holding it back so it just looks like he's about to explode at all times yeah he's singing right Um, like let those demons out pierce unless they kill you so whatever um, but yes, they got they got Meryl pretty early on because, as you said, she's a super fan, and she had to like do this like two hour audition with Benny from mm-hmm. in, like it was in New York, and like Benny flew in on a private jet, and like they just sang all like the big songs from ABBA for like two hours, and Meryl was like, "Holy shit! Like I could actually like lose this job if I don't <laughs> do this well. <laughs> like they could actually kick me off production because like." I mean, what Benny says goes, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was how yeah, the movie. Without Meryl, like, there wouldn't have been a movie that mm-hmm. we would that we would be talking about today. I right. Think. She's exactly. like the glue of the movie, keeping it all together. Because, I mean, everyone else in the movie is fine, mm-hmm. I think, like, performance-wise. But, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about... Um, What's his face? Colin Firth. (laughs) (laughs) 
my main but squeeze. I would die Colin for Firth. that, man. I would actually take a bullet for Colin Firth. I think I've, I've said that before. I put that on record and I will do it again. My mind has not changed since the last time I said it. I think that's another piece of perfect casting in this movie. Because he's not the best singer, but he also doesn't have to be. So Right. He's just like, his charm and his loveliness just carries his like mediocre, if not slightly poor singing abilities to like to the end. You're just like, I, I put up with it because I love you, Colin Firth. Like, you are my sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, okay. So your thoughts on Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried, Seyfried. I, there's many uh, different ways. You yeah, can I'm, I'm, I don't know how to say her name. Um, I don't understand why people think she's a good singer. Um, hot take. I don't know if that's a hot take, but. Um, I don't think she's like, I don't think she's bad. I don't think she's excellent either. She's very like middle of the road for me. Yeah. I think I'm just like kind of annoyed because she seems to be kind of like Anna Kendrick in that she's cast in like every movie musical, even though her voice isn't that strong. Like she's fine. If she's singing, like, I think some of the songs in, in Mamma Mia works for her voice, but like Les Mis, no. Um, she has no. a very bird-like voice. Yeah. Like when, and like she, when she holds a note for too long, it's like the vibrato is like too aggressive. So she sounds like a bird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a voice professional. That was yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I, I also know that she and Anna Kendrick were like rumored to be cast in like the new Wicked movie. And that just like, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. So Amanda Seyfried, uh, you look great in Mamma Mia. You know, you play the part of the like young, like bright eyed, fresh face like she looks like she she looked like she was raised on that island like she fit into the the scene and the story really well but I agree like her her singing is just not that I mean compared to I mean you have to compare everyone to Meryl Streep like (laughs) I mean compared to Pierce Brosnan she's fine (laughs) oh yeah yeah no great Uh, she's fighting She's fighting a little bit against uh, Colin Firth, but um, yeah. compared to Meryl, like Meryl just like comes in with a bazooka and blows them all out. Because, But also like, I mean, we'll talk about this more, I guess, when we get into the story, but like, she's kind of the worst in Mamma yeah. Mia. It's like, why are you doing this? Why can't you just tell people what's up? And like, I don't know. She's, she's like, 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 she has like five different conflicts going on. She's like, I want to find my dad, but like, don't tell my mom. And then she's like, mom, I want to get married and I want you to treat me like an adult. And I'm not going to like, tell you what I'm doing. I know you really don't want to get married yet, but I really want to get married right now. So we're getting married. Don't leave me person that I'm planning to get married to tomorrow. Like, and then that never comes up again. Like, I don't understand, but whatever we can move on to story because I guess we're we're already there yeah we're already like picking it apart okay so (laughs) we start with um although I do want to okay one last thing about the musical compared to the movie I just want to throw out there so a couple differences not big ones because the story the story is very identical to the movie but a couple things is just like some of the songs that they do in the musical they didn't do in the movie some of them do make it to Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Mm-hmm. So there's five songs that they didn't do. 
Um, Thank you for the music is done in the credits, but I don't count that. <clears throat> I don't count that as being part of the movie. Um, the name of the game was supposed to be Sophie and Bill. I'm like, what the fuck are you two singing about regarding the name of the game? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure it was probably about like her possibly, like him possibly being her dad, whatever. Um, that makes it to, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Um, Under Attack, which is a very underrated ABBA song, like very underground. Um, Sophie was supposed to sing that. One of Us, Donna was supposed to sing, um, which also makes it to Here We Go Again. And then Knowing Me, Knowing You was supposed to be Sam, which is like, I'm assuming it's for the same reasons that it's in Here We Go Again. They did it in the original Mamma Mia. Mm. But I just like that they cut out those amazing songs and they left it for the cast of Here We Go Again because I think it fit in better in that movie. But we'll get to Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again later. Yeah. But we, oh. Last thing, last thing, promise, then we get to the story. Uh, fun fact, Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, were producers for Mamma Mia. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's why it's such a good time. Anyway, so we start with um, fucking Sophie. Forgot her name for a second. She's like like sailing under the cloud, uh, under the cover of darkness um, to the main island to like send out these invites to her wedding. And she's like, it's just like very corny. Like, I'm sorry. It was just like aggressive. Like, I love Mamma Mia, but like the first, <laughs> the first two minutes of the movie, I'm like, okay, like, can we get past this part where she's like, I have a dream or whatever. And she like shoves the fucking envelopes. And I'm like, shut up, shut up. Dad, question mark. <laughs> Papa. <laughs> Dear dad, I mean, Harry. I mean, I get it. It's a musical. It's like a story. It's like, we were saying this, my sister and I were saying this watching it. We were like, what if like they're dead? Like nobody's heard from these, any of these men in like 20 years, like on the island or whatever. What if Harry died? Like what if, what if Sam moved? Like the addresses that she has, like. Also like if you got an invitation from like an ex from 20 years ago to their child's wedding, like, would you go? Like that also, doesn't make sense would to you, me. Would you be like, hmm. I had sex with her 21 years ago. And her child's 20. <laughs> you're like looking at your And calendar. she's getting married. Like, you have like, <laughs> you're like strings and like, stuff all over the wall. Like like the always sunny, like, huh, I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, like, the, oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like if I was, I mean, maybe they didn't think about it because like, who knows? It has been 20 years. But if you're like, oh yeah, like I remember Donna like, let me go check that out. I'd be on the plane, like, wait a damn minute. Like, it'd probably take me a minute, but I'd be, like, on the yacht or, like, on the ferry out to, like, the island be like, oh, fuck. I, might I haven't heard that. from her in 21 years. <laughs> she has a 20-year-old daughter. There's a and big, this is the first time I've heard from her. Big, expensive day coming up. I wonder why I'm hearing from her. No, that's terrible. But that would be, honestly, like, my train of thought if I was one of the wealthy daddies because they're all rich like they're all very well off which I'm like goals um to have three daddies who can pay for everything like what if like one of them was black like you then you know like which oh my god (laughs) oh like which one is not the dad but I 
that would have made the movie so much funnier <laughs> but it also would have been like and then it would have been cute at the end if he was like I still want to be your dad like that would have been really cute but that would have definitely been like it's just being like an extra joke on top like you know that he's not but like yeah. he's still there but oh oh my gosh that's I bad wish. uh that'd be bad but I'm not gonna lie it would be pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it had, like, a wholesome, like, element like, yeah. to it, where he's like, I, I still love Donna, I still want to get to know you, like, yeah. But, ah, uh, so good. <laughs> so fucking good. Okay, so then, um, get back to the mainland, um, Donna's friends arrive for the wedding, and then they do this little Donna and the Dynamos, like, reunion dance. Honestly, hate the little dance, like, if you ever approached me like that. <laughs> I was going to say, don't act like we don't do that, Madeline. <laughs> Stop lying to the public. Uh, we do not. We scream like at each other like like mad <laughs> drunk women. Like, just imagine being like the tired ass, like travelers, weary, getting off this boat, just trying to go home. Like, they're at the fish market all day selling shit. And you've got these three, like, white ass ladies just going bananas being loud as hell I don't know I would be very irritated I was I was sitting comfortably on my couch watching this movie and I was irritated so I can't it'll be us in like 40 years that'll be (laughs) us Ah, like shut up Karen and our uh culottes (laughs) (laughs) yes at Vista Del Mar yes um and they show up and obviously they've been friends forever and one of them is like married three times and the other one's like been single her entire life and she's like the famous author of this cookbook and I'm like oh me um and then Sophie's friends arrive and they're like it's like it's kind of cute because it's like a mirror of her mom like she has the same like she has two friends they are like similar like builds to like the Donna's friends so it was just like oh I was like that's kind of cute um yeah, they just show up and then you're just like, okay, cool. So like a wedding's happening and then honey, honey comes on and fucking Sophie Snoopy's ass decides to go snooping through her mom's stuff and finds a diary talking about how Donna had had a wonderful hot girl summer with three very attractive men who all followed her to Greece. Which um, we find out in uh, Mamma Mia, here we go again is incorrect like the history that oh they, oh they the recite. continuity errors yeah. are unbelievable in that movie because as soon I, as like she started singing that i was like that's not what happened in yeah the, the second movie but you know we'll, we'll get there when we get there yes we will also so, she's like really excited about yeah. reading about her mom's sex life I mean, I get it if she's like really excited like oh like this dude could be my dad but at the same time i'd be like Okay, just write down the names, flip, write down the name, flip, write down the name, flip. Okay, no more dudes. Got it. Cool. Throw it in the fire. Uh, <laughs> like, I wouldn't Also, be like, I feel like there's, like, there could have been an element of math, like, I don't know. It was, like, from late July to, like, late April. or The not, first date was Like, my late birthday. August. So, like, like, July 17th. At some point, she probably would have had her period, so you would know, like, which one wasn't, <clears throat> you know? But so if that's the case, then the Sam light, was okay. first in the diary. The so. first, in, first in the diary is Sam, Sam right? Mm-hmm. 
So odds are, if she slept with Sam first and got pregnant, that sleeping just with Sam, then Bill and Harry, she would have, like, had sex with but not gotten her period in between because she was pregnant. We just figured it out! Oh, okay, no, because there's there's other theories. Once we get to the second one, I have my own theory on who I think it is. But if we're basing it off of the diary and the order, then, like, that makes sense. But... Yeah, well, I'll give my theory later. Okay. I didn't, oh, so truth be told, I didn't look into like the theory of who Sophie's dad could be because I don't care. Um, but okay, if yeah. you, so for people listening who haven't seen Mamma Mia and don't, are for some reason listening to this, uh, <laughs> they don't tell you who her dad is at the end. Uh, yeah. They kind of are just like, all three of us could be the dad. <laughs> so they co parent and. I mean, they do it rather well as demonstrated in here we go again but at the same time like she's a grown woman yeah, she's so, like, 20 years old there's no 20 years old lifting they, to be they're done. all equally involved in her life which is lovely she's an adult and is getting married so we don't have to worry about it yeah anymore. they're like oh we came in her. at the right time <laughs> <laughs> write a quick check for the wedding i'm in like let's yeah do sure i'm happy that was like dad. bill's that was definitely bill's mentality at the end of the movie he was like i'll take a third i'll take a third of a child he was like i'll do that i can take a third as long as I don't get a whole one. You're just like, okay, cool. Deadbeat. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we were talking about uh, her reading the diary with her friends. Yeah, uh, so they're like, like my mom fucked. And yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's amazing. My mom fucks the musical. Because <laughs> like, isn't it crazy how this entire musical is based around like who Donna slept with 21 years ago? Wild. Anyway. Um. Like, yeah, the whole musical is just dredging up Donna's sex life from her <laughs> early 20s. Like, goddamn. Anyway. So then um, Donna's complaining about how, like, the hotel's, like, breaking down and, like, everything's shitty. And she's, like, worked so hard and, like, she doesn't have a man to take care of her. She doesn't need a man to take care of her. And then they're like, yeah, but. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. And they're like. And they're saying, um, money, money, money. Which doesn't really come up again as, like, a major, uh, like, storyline throughout the rest of the movie. It's kind of just they they need, like, the hotel falling apart and, like, her needing money. They kind of just, like, threw it in there so they could sing money, money, money. And then, like, never brought it up again. Yeah. I mean, they kind of, like, I mean, it was more about the wedding when Harry tried to write her a check. And she was like, no. But like, yeah, none of the, no one was like, girl, you need to like take a break and like let somebody else do this for you. Cause like it was hinted at that Sophie wanted to take over or like help her with the hotel and like, and you know, building it up and stuff like that. But yeah, it, again, it was never discussed. You were just kind of like, okay, so like the hotel's like kind of shitty. Oh, she's rugged. She's like a hardworking single mom. And she's got a daughter getting married very very young and she can't stop her daughter from getting married young because she made mistakes when she was young and she wants to protect her daughter like it's a whole thing and then they try and throw in the fact that she's like kind of poor and you're just like what's happening yeah I feel like can we just talk about like the different conflicts that are going on because there's like 10 of them by all means so there's the, the main one you know like who's Sophie's dad uh then I guess like Donna being poor, mm-hmm. um, 
Sophie not telling Donna that she invited her three dads. Donna not wanting Sophie to find out that she had sex with all of those people. Three. Three whole men. Yeah. Uh, Sophie having some sort of conflict with her fiance. That was kind of unclear. <laughs> just like, why are we fighting at like two seconds before the wedding? I'm, the 11th I'm, hour. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, I guess Sky wanting to go, not wanting to get married and to go travel the world as an official couple. <laughs> <laughs> Stop making Barb and Star references. Um, yeah. Uh, Meryl Streep and Pierce Brosnan having sexual chemistry, but like she's mad at him because he left her. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I love how like Bill is totally okay with just being like a quick fuck because like that's definitely like like he shows up he's like hey and she's like <laughs> yeah fuck both you guys Pierce Sam come here and then Harry's gay so he's like whatever and, and Bill's like cool like <laughs> no commitment hey so uh, yeah just, and like, then Bill and uh, Rosie being a thing also I didn't like that. what's her face and the like grooms groomsmen Tanya Tanya's her name and then yeah and the guy at the bar and she's singing does your mother know which is a great song it's one of my favorite ABBA songs um there's a lot of lot of stuff going on it's it's very convoluted I so but if you think about like musicals there are in musicals there are like a at least one or two different like sub stories side Mm -hmm. side stories so I feel like this movie like what it didn't do well for me was like they didn't really write it to be a film they literally just took the book for the musical they like changed a couple things cut out a couple scenes and they made it and they filmed it like that was it like they didn't I don't think they really like adapted it well to for the screen because like because that's why it comes off corny because like Mm -hmm. it's Cause like the, you know, the locals are singing, they do these weird zoom ins and, and like the, the locals are holding like fish and they're like, ain't it sad? And they're like, you know, whatever. And you're just like, what the fuck's happening? Money, and like, money, money. Yeah. It's like cute. But at the same time, I'm like, it's put, it threw, it, it throws you out. It throw, mm-hmm. threw me out anyway. So. I can definitely see how it works better as a stage musical because it's more of a concert than like a show, you know, like it's the, the story is more of like transition between songs in a concert mm-hmm. and you're there to listen to ABBA songs in yeah. the movie that it's like you have to make up for that somehow um and I mean it works obviously because people still love the movie and still watch it it's like a fun thing to watch like when you're drunk with your friends and like oh yeah mm-hmm. I love I'll watch it sober like yeah. I love it um so there's something they they did something right obviously but mm-hmm. like I said before it is not a good film. <laughs> <laughs> no, where is its Oscar? Um, but yeah, so, you know, they're singing about like how she's poor and there's like, like you said, all these conflicts and then the, the men show up and oh yeah, but before that, Sky rolls up and he's like already hinting that he doesn't want to get married. He's like, oh, like, I wish we could just travel the world, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, I'm Shut up, Sky! Ha ha ha! Like, why like, can't we get married and travel the world? Like, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. He's like as as if like getting married is like a fucking anchor, like weighing you to where you got married. You have to live in that church for the rest of your life. <laughs> you cannot guy. leave. You picked a beautiful location. Um, yeah. So stupid. Sky sucks. Um, they all suck. All the young people suck in this movie. Um, but the adults, well, the older adults, I should say, fantastic. How old is Sky? He looks like he's twenty seven. Let's just put that out there. He looks far too old to be dating her probably i'm not i'm not sure i mean she looked 20 <laughs> but yeah so sky's rolling up like hi i'm almost 30 i like you freshly 20 year old young lady and she's like ha 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 i've never been off this island before he's like excellent <laughs> let me take that to my advantage um so yeah not a big fan of sky also dominic cooper i do not find him attractive yeah he he yeah. He does play um like uh um Daddy Stark in The Avengers, I'm pretty sure. So one of one of the Avenger movies, he's like Papa Stark. If I'm <laughs> I'm gonna I'm fact checking that right now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't yeah. Um Dominic Cooper. He's had a very like uh, illustrious film career. I know. I think he was a preacher, which is like a. He was in preacher. Yeah, he was in Captain America. As Papa Stark, like that's his name, Papa like, Stark. No, like Tony Stark's <laughs> father. I can't think of his actual <laughs> name. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Sure, <laughs> Daddy Stark, <laughs> Howard Stark. That's okay. his name. Papa Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell neither of us watched the Marvel movies? Uh. <laughs> Papa Stark. He was also in Band of Brothers and oh. Abraham Vampire uh, Slayer. Okay. And The Duchess. Sorry. He's, he's had a very wide range of movies. So, like, I'm not, I'm not knocking him as an actor. I just don't think he's attractive in Mamma Mia. And mm-hmm. also, again, another mediocre singer. Like, there are so many hot young British if you want to keep them British, hot young British men that could have absolutely slayed Sky. Also, I would have been okay if, like, he literally didn't have any lines or songs. In the movie. <laughs> he was so inconsequential, like, to the overall story. Like, if they cut out the song between them on the beach, like, just to show that she's, like, a sexual being with her partner and not just a child, like, whatever. That has nothing to do with, like, but the overall story at all. But, but... I did love when the groomsmen yes. popped out of the ocean. Yep. I was like, how dare <laughs> you cut out my favorite him. part? And kidnapped him and just were like hopping along the, the dock with their flippers. The choreography like, If this brilliant. doesn't happen, like when I get engaged, uh, I don't want it. Yeah, but. I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> Saturdays are not for the boys if you don't dance like that on a dock. Everybody gets flippers. Everybody gets flippers and a snorkel and you better work it. But it was like a super sexy moment. And then they just come out of the water and start dancing like that. It's like. <laughs> I think they're like, who, if we don't intervene scene? now, they will fuck on the beach. Like, let's, let's go, boys, move out. <laughs> and then it'd be weird if we're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, good. Oh, sorry. So we got to rewind a little bit. We're, we, <laughs> we got sidetracked. The men arrive. Uh, 
Harry, Bill, and Sam show up together. Very cute because they go up on Bill's boat and they're already besties. And then they show up and Sophia's like, oh my gosh, like, yes. Like, my mom doesn't know you're here. Come stay in this shack. I would immediately be suspicious. Like, they're, they're, you can tell they're suspicious, but I'd immediately be like, so what the fuck? And like, then, her daughter invited us. Oh. But not Donna. And Donna doesn't know we're here. And then, like, what and the then fuck? you get to talking. <clears throat> and then naturally you get to talk. How do you know Donna? How do you know Donna? Oh, summer of 1981 or whatever. Like, I met her on the, like, here. No kidding. I met her summer 1981. When were you here? Oh, I was here in July. Oh, no way. I was here in August. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And then they look at Sophie and they're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, rock, paper, scissors, who has to be Sophie's dad. <laughs> so they show up very, like, stupidly not realizing what she's up to. Or, like, why they're there. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll keep a secret from your mom. The one that I know. The one that I'm more loyal to than you. I don't know. If, like, somebody was, like, keep it a secret, I'd be like, okay, she's my friend. Or, like, my ex. Whatever. Like, I'm more loyal loyal to her than to you. So, like, I'm gonna roll up and be like, hey, your daughter invited me. What the fuck's going on? And then she'd probably, like, slap the shit out of me and then, like, kill Sophie. But, like, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, they promise to keep it a secret stupidly. And then Donna immediately finds out that they're there. And then she sings Mamma Mia, but the lyrics are changed. I'm not a fan of that. Um, which, the reason I'm mad about the lyrics being changed is because most of the younger generation, and by younger generation, I mean younger than me, think that the actual lyrics to Mamma Mia are... The lyrics that come from the movie because the movie came out when they were young or like they're babies you know so it makes me sad because it's i've been cheated by you since i don't know when those are the lyrics everybody thinks it's i've been cheated by you and i think you know when bullshit doesn't even work with the story like i mean it does like i get it but at the same time you could, she could have just been like, you fucked me over so many times, I don't even know when it started. And that's what they're saying in the actual song, Mamma Mia. You know what I mean? It was I mean, just full, stupid to change full, the lyrics. Full T, I didn't know that the lyrics were different. <clears throat> oh, um, I noticed it right away. It was that song, and there was another song they changed the lyrics. I can't remember off the top of my head. But there was another song, and they changed the lyrics. And I was like, mm-mm. But Mamma Mia is the worst offender, because... I mean, I know that uh, Benny and Bjorn, that's their name. Like they were like, you can't change any of the, any of the lyrics unless, unless they gave explicit permission. So I guess they did for those instances, in which case I'm just like, whatever. Like I didn't even notice. And honestly, if, if younger people are watching Mamma Mia and they're, they're, you know, being introduced to ABBA, like I am happy about that. <laughs> I'm an Ava purist, if you cannot tell. I have loved like your cat's purist. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I have loved Ava, Ava, however you want to say it, mm. for a very long. Like Ava Gold is like one of the first albums I remember like owning and listening to. Um, so a very long time, mm. very long time of a purist. Um, but I agree. I mean, if they're listening, if they're watching Mamma Mia and they're enjoying it and they like ABBA music, like ABBA music's coming back, like as far as like TikTok and stuff, like 
Yeah, it's like there's like 10 or like four or five different like Mamma Mia songs from the movie that are like. Yeah, slipping through through my fingers is like the main one trending right now. And then. um, Or the like, screw them if you can't, they can't take a joke. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of like clips and songs. Dancing Queen. Yeah, Dancing Queen. Um, What's the song? If it wasn't for the nights. It's not in the musicals. First one or the second one um but it's an ABBA song so like a lot of ABBA music is coming back because I think like it's a trend now to cut your hair like in the style of the 70s that's what I'm seeing all over Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. I will not be participating but it's fun to watch mm-hmm. um and everybody plays like either Fleetwood Mac or ABBA <laughs> when they're cutting their hair and I'm like okay cool cute my hair's too short I can't I'm not going to nope I don't trust myself <laughs> I already have I already succumbed to the middle part people so just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are going like, this is going to be like another like twilight where it's like four hours <laughs> of us talking. Okay. Anyway, we soldier on. So the guys are like, OMG, it's Donna. And then Donna's like, ew, gross. I can't believe I had sex with you guys 21 years ago. And now I have to face you again and realize that you know, I don't know the father of my child. And I think I'm a little ho because of it. And then they sing Chikatita, her friends, because she's upset. Um, which was like cute. Oh, they changed the lyrics to Chikatita, but it was like in a kind of like humorous way. So I dealt with it. Um, so they sing Ch- Chikatita to her, which is like probably my number one or number two Ava song. And then they sing Dancing Queen because they're trying to cheer her up. And that is just like, just a fun scene. It's like all the gals having a great time. They jump in the water. Benny makes a cameo. Um, He's playing the piano. He's like on a little boat and he's playing the piano. He's dressed like a little sailor, very cute. Um, So he makes um, a quick cameo playing the piano for Dancing Queen, which I love. And then after that, I forget like the rest of the movie. And then... (laughs) No, pretty much you can just fast forward to like the end when they sing uh the winner takes it all because that's like literally between dancing queen and winner takes it all like it's just nonsense it's like the only thing you really need there's like five songs during the during the like bachelorette party yeah i was just gonna say none of it matters no and then the groomsmen descend from the walls above at first with ropes you're like what are you doing what are the robes for they're wearing masks and it's like what is going on very 2020 but we do get uh colin firth doing a little dance uh during that so it's okay but yeah Yeah. so we can fast forward to the only thing i'll say in between that that happens that's like of importance to the end is all three men figure out that they might be her father but separately like they don't connect the dots that like the other two guys might be her father as well. They're just like, oh shit, I might be your dad. You want, do you want me to walk you down the aisle? Like they're all so supportive and cute. And also she's like, yes, to all of them. To all three. And I'm like, like, what are you doing? Because like, Harry's like, 
wild and he's like drunk or high or something he's twisted he's like he's having a great time (laughs) yeah he's having a great time he's like i'm gonna walk you down the aisle and she's like oh shit okay and then sam's like we're doing this and she's like oh all right and then bill's like very hesitant and she like corners him she's like you're my dad and he's like yeah (laughs) i think she thinks that it's bill yeah because he's the only one that she like went out of her way to like go talk to yeah the two came to her and were like i'm walking you down the aisle yeah you know so yeah and it kind of makes sense because she's i mean donna's blonde but she's also blonde and so like the having two blonde parents probably genetics means you're most likely to be more likely to be blonde yourself so i get it anyway so that's the only thing of like importance that happens between dancing queen and the winner takes it all Mm -hmm. other than the fact that like donna realizes she's kind of still in love with sam and like but she's still not over the betrayal and they sing SOS and Pierce almost dies because he can't <laughs> sing and his demons are, are egging him on. Um, so they sing Winner Takes It All, Meryl kills which it. Which is like, that. If, if, if you had to give an Oscar to this movie, any sort of Oscar, it would go to Meryl Streep, as always, and it would be for that scene. Yeah. Because... Pierce Brosnan's potato ass is just sitting there. And occasionally <laughs> he like puts his hand to his forehead like he's stressed out. He's just like, oh. But she she's like melting out. it. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, I'm so, I'm so stressed. She is singing her lungs out. Like she is singing for her life. She's singing for her le- legacy. She is full committed to this that is song. why they hired Meryl Streep this is why they hired Meryl Streep because she's giving us like an actual performance as an actress but she's also a wonderful singer and she's just and then the background's beautiful like the dress is kind of ugly but like it looks still looks great on her she's a mom at her daughter's wedding yeah like they're very, never pretty dressed. very mother of the bride <laughs> you're right but yeah so she's like going crazy just like, I was, like, getting misty. Like Wait, watching. wait, wait. Did we skip? I guess I lied. Did we skip uh, slipping through my fingers? No. Oh, wait. Yes, we did. Because it'd be weird we if they, like, she sang that, walked up the thing, and then went and back then down. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Get ready. Let's rewind a little bit. Yes. Slipping through my fingers. So I guess there was, like, a whole little, little tiff between Donna and Sophie because Sophie was, like, mad that like Donna never like told her about who her real dad was and like how much it sucked growing up not knowing and like that then- scene where she's like did you can you imagine growing up without dad S- sucks it's like what are you doing like what is what are these acting choices you look like you're about to explode like also, more so really than Pierce Brosnan when he's singing huh I'm like also did it really suck like you grew I'm up in Greece like- with your mom and she's yeah. awesome like, like I I understand like a piece of you you feel like a piece of your past is like incomplete but like she's so ungrateful a great life <clears throat> she's so know? ungrateful like yeah. she's just like I have this wonderful life with a mom who's like pretty great and but I'm obsessed with my daddy I just you know screw you mom and all the work you did like yeah yeah I need my three dads here Brad um, <laughs> I don't want one I want three daddies mommy I want a daddy <laughs> <laughs> anyways Nancy. so that happens it's it's a sweet song yeah that that song is very touching that's another song i already said it is trending right now but it's just oh, apparently um they improvised a lot of that scene so like 
Amanda sitting on Meryl's lap and, and Meryl, um, Donna is painting Sophie's toenails and like how they're like engaging in that part of the song. Like that's all improvised. Like Donna was just like, get on my lap. Meryl was like, get on my lap. And apparently like her, uh, Meryl and Amanda Sabreed had like a, a wonderful connection, like filming the movie. So it was like very special to them and it was very cute and wholesome. And I'm like, I don't think I'd sit on my mom's lap and have her paint my toenails on my wedding day, but I want like a similar. Sophie's also a child. So yeah. Yeah. She's like 20. So it's like, she just like her mom just stopped like carrying her around like four years ago, you know? Um, (laughs) Anybody else? Your mom carried you when you were 16? No, just me. (laughs) But like a piece, a piece, mommy. And I'm like, more than her. No, uh, my mom is much taller than me. Um, was like, mm-hmm. I'm much taller than my mom, so that would not that would not work. <laughs> oh lord. Um, but yeah, it it was what I liked about that scene was like it was very like mother daughter like just like burying the hatchet and just you know like it's always been them and it, and you can it's very apparent in like that scene where it's like you know they they know each other inside and out and like. It was very wholesome. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think, like I said, my mom will paint my toenails and I'll sit on her lap <laughs> if at any point I get married the day of. But I would like, a, like, it made me think like, oh, how much I, you know, would want a similar like situation, like with my mom or like my friends or whoever, just like a very like calm, wholesome, like just thinking about the good times kind of moment before like you make a life altering decision <laughs> she has to marry sky uh i will say last thing amanda seyfried and dominic cooper dated for three years after they filmed mamma mia so wow. yeah so okay so to wrap it up real quick if i can um so sky and sophie decide not to get married at the last possible second because all the dads, all the men are like, wait a second, like, I'm your dad. No, I'm your dad. No, I'm your dad. And then, and then Donna's like, I don't know which fucking one of you is my dad. And then they're like, oh, shit. Um, so Sophie's like, I don't care. I love all three of you, which is very wholesome. We find out Harry's gay, which we love. Um, we love a strong, confident man who is confident in his relationship and his sexuality. Anyway, so... Then randomly Sam proposes to Donna and she's like, oh, I've only like, you've only been back in my life two days, but sure. Why the fuck not? I was just yelling at you at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. I was just literally singing about how you ripped my heart out 20 years ago, 21 years ago. (laughs) But it's like, like, you fucked me up. I hate you. Like, leave me alone. He's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. You want to get married? (laughs) (laughs) But how about this, babe? You want to get married? She's like, but you okay. still want me, right? You still yeah. want me? Yeah, you won't leave me. You won't leave me. You know I got that good, good. And she's like, no, but yeah, you do. Um, okay, get <laughs> I'm <married>. so lonely. <laughs> I'm really poor. So they get married spontaneously. Um, they decide to have a cute little after party uh, reception, and then Rosie just starts hitting on bill like it's like, her last day okay, on donna's her. married so like 
he, he it's fine it's open yeah. season which like is kind of explained in the second movie like why she's like gunning for bill but like man she was laying it on thick i was like no wonder he's running away you crazy woman like damn <laughs> slow up like you're not about to die anyway so she's like horny for bill he finally like relents and i'm like hmm um and then they're all dancing and then the fountain explodes the fountain of aphrodite allegedly which was another plot point that was brought up and barely talked about but yeah. you know it was like a fast fact of yeah. Aphrodite's fountain. and then the the ground explodes and you're like why and then you have to think about it for a second you're like oh yeah they mentioned it in passing yeah at, like, the beginning of the movie. well even even donna has to be like it's aphrodite and you're like oh yeah 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 so then it ends and they I love my favorite part about these movies is like the credit scenes mm. where they wear the sparkly like ABBA outfits, uh, the jumpsuits and stuff. And they sing like their iconic songs. They did Dancing Queen and they did Waterloo. For- you can just tell that like they are all inebriated and just having a great time doing like especially Meryl. Like at the end, she's like, if you want another one, <laughs> I want, want another, another one, Meryl. I really do. And then and they, they made another one. So. Yeah. And I just really love that, like, Meryl Streep adores ABBA and, like, adored the role. Like, because you're like, wow, like, this is kind of a bad movie. How did they get Meryl Streep? But it's like, she was like, I'm doing this no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, she was like, I'll be a tree in the movie. Like, just whether it turned out to be a good movie or not, they had a fantastic time making it. They were, like, going out every night, like, drinking and doing karaoke just to get paid to do karaoke, like, yeah, during the day. Oh. <laughs> It's a perfect yeah a bunch of them and like in their interviews they're like I shouldn't be paid for this like it was so much fun and I'm like you're in I think they actually filmed it in Crete or mm-hmm. not sorry not Crete Croatia they filmed mm-hmm. it in Croatia um at least the second movie they did I'm not sure about the first one but the second film they filmed it in Croatia um so yeah that's Mamma Mia and now dun, 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 dun. we move on to Mamma Mia here we go again which we saw together when it we came did. out in theaters. We did. It was a good time. I think it came out like the day after my birthday or something like that. We went to see it in the summer. We went to see that the same trip that we went to see All American Rejects in the rain in the, for three uh, hours in a random field. <laughs> rain or shine, no refunds. <laughs> and it rained. It, it rained it and rained. rained. It really challenged that policy. We had to strip down as soon as we got to the car and then went through the drive through at Wendy's twice naked. Twice, in so. our underwear. It was a good time. <laughs> so. Anyways, that's not part of, that's not part of the movie review. It's a great but. story, though. All right, ladies and gents, I'm going to give you the quick stats. So, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again is a 2018 musical comedy uh, directed by Ole Parker and all, written by Ole Parker, Richard Curtis, and it was based off of the story of uh, Mamma Mia, the musical. And it's starring a longer list this time. Lily James, Amanda Seyfried, Dominic Cooper, Dame Judy Walters, Christine Baranski, Hugh Skinner, Colin Firth, Josh Dillon, Stellan Skarsgård, Jeremy Irving, Irvine, Pierce Brosnan, Andy Garcia, and featuring Meryl Streep and Cher. Who? And oh, it's five years after you. the events of Mamma Mia, Sophie prepares for the grand reopening of the Hotel Belladonna as she learns more about her mother's past. So 
Let's start with the big elephant in the room. Donna is dead. <laughs> I know we were shook. Like when we came in, when there was rumors about it, we we're like, that's not, no, no. And then it was like the first two minutes, they're like, Donna's dead. And I was like, <laughs> it's like, why? Why would you? The reason why. I don't know why they like decided to kill her. <laughs> but How did she die? We don't know how she died. We don't know. But Sam why? killed her? Yeah. Sam pushed her off a cliff. Um, so Meryl Streep didn't want to do a sequel. Like, she really wasn't into the idea of doing a sequel. And up until that point in her career, she had never done a sequel to a movie. So when they came at her, and also she was, like, 69 when they filmed the second one. So she's like, she's like, I love the first movie. I, like, adored it. She's like, I'm not running around on clifftops jumping and, like, doing flips and shit. She's like, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. And you're like, okay, like, I get it. Um, so it wasn't because she didn't like the first Mamma Mia very much the opposite she loved it she just didn't want to do a sequel so like when they're like okay but how about like a minimal role and she was like okay like i see how like in this situation it would make sense so this is the first sequel that meryl streep's been a part of in her film career so fun fact um but what did you think what did you think of mamma mia here we go again it's funny um I think I prefer Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Um, It's like, I like Mamma Mia for specific reasons. And I like the second one because it has an actual story. Mm -hmm. It's not a good story. No. But it has a good, it has like a story that's like Mm -hmm. uh, conducive to like film, you know, the film medium. And it's just really well directed. The songs make a little bit more sense in the context of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like they took the context of the first movie and like m- actually used it properly. Um, it's interesting. It's fun. I like having the you know flashback and the. They did present. a Godfather too. They did a prequel. They did. I th- did we watch like the same like YouTube video we about did. how like it's like the best sequel? <laughs> Well, I know I watched one where they're talking about like why, like how they came to like killing Donna. <laughs> and they're like, oh, they yeah. like we can't, they couldn't think of like a storyline that didn't include Donna because she's obviously like an integral part of the yeah. first film. And it was like old Parker's daughter or, um, oh, sorry, Richard Curtis's daughter who was like, why don't you do like a Godfather where you do like the prequel mm. and the sequel, like together and they're like oh it's pretty good so obviously they have like the perfect prequel which is like donna flouncing around with some hot studs and then the sequel which is like really sad (laughs) it's like such a downer compared to like the really fun like cute scenes of like young donna running around greece and all that good stuff yeah so basically if i can sum up the plot of this one It's basically like Sophie is trying to take over the hotel. Her mom's dead. Sam is still around, just living on the island. Um, And they're trying to have like a grand reopening of the the hotel. And she's stressed out because she's scared no one's going to show up. Sky is not there. Sky is still having problems. What? Like they're still having problems because he's in New York and he's offered a job and he's like, I want to like, I want to take this job. And she's like, okay, well, we just put 
a shit ton of time and money into a <laughs> fucking hotel and you want to bail? Like, I get why they're mad at each other, but at the same time, I'm like, Sky's the worst still. Sky's the worst and y'all need couples counseling for real. Um, I feel like there's like no communication there. It's just kind of like. He didn't communicate that he didn't want to get married effectively. Yeah. Also, she becomes pregnant at some point and doesn't tell very many people, but then Harry finds out and tells many, many people. I know. That was um, my favorite line. He's like, I told many, many people. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, of course you would, Harry. I love you so much. Uh, so, and, and then everybody shows up for the great, the grand, you know, opening of the hotel and everything's great. So that's like and the present. And then Cher shows up and she's like the grandmother and okay let's talk continuity errors i gotta get this out of the way it infuriates me so first of all the diary right from the first movie in the diary she sleeps with harry or sorry sam then harry then bill and then in the movie in this here we go again she sleeps with harry first then sam then bill because she meets bill before she meets sam but she does not sleep with him that first until after yeah the first time they meet she only sleeps with him after sam leaves so theoretically harry could be her father for going by the timeline presented to us and here we go again olivia i want to know who do you think is sophie's dad i think bill because she looks like bill and also i don't know it just makes sense because the one i there's some like familial tie like to bill and the woman whose like hotel it is and like somehow great aunt Mm -hmm. and she can tell that like she gave the hotel to donna because she felt like a familial thing and like Mm -hmm. i don't know it's like a spiritual connection because she could feel the family ties or something so that's a that's a very long-winded way of saying i think it's i think it's bill I think it's Bill too. One because he looks, she looks like Bill, like she's blonde and very Scandinavian looking. Oh, quick side note um, about Bill, the character. He was originally Australian in the in the musical. He's Australian, but he's Swedish, obviously in um, the films, and people think that's a nod to the fact that Abba is Swedish. So fun little switcheroo. Stellan Skarsgård was a great cast um, casting for the role very out of like out of what he normally out of like the normal yeah the realm of of his of his typical films film roles um but love him for it love that he came back i love that like all of them came back except for meryl you know what i mean i mean she even still came back just in a smaller they were like oh i can come party in croatia again like absolutely nothing's too crazy for colin firth Anyway, um, he'll okay. just show up and have a good time. Like that's all he—he's just like, sure, whatever. That's what—that's exactly why I love him as an actor and a human being. Okay, so I really like Lily James in this role. I wait. Are we still talking about continuity errors? Oh, sorry. Last continuity error. My bad. So in the first movie, when Donna's upset that the men are on the island and she's crying and she's like they're like why are you her friends are like why are you crying and she's like uh i just like never told sophie about like how much of a slut i was back (laughs) in the day which first of all like let's be sex positive here donna like you had a good time you had Um, sex with three people who cares yeah exactly um like whoa three people wow um 
and then they're like oh like you're you're talking like your mother like catholic guilt like she said she always threatened you like if you you know she never wanted you to come back like she wasn't going to support you blah 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 meanwhile mama mia here we goes again also her mom was like implied to be dead in the first one because she said i think there's someone up there who has it out for me i think it's my mom yes that as well and then second second film here we go again a helicopter shows up and motherfucking Cher gets off the <laughs> I mean, helicopter. I'm not complaining. I think it's hilarious. I, I know. But you're just like watching. You're just like, she's not Catholic. <laughs> you're just like, mm, she don't pray. Um, not to any God we know about. She's like um, a Vegas performer. Exactly. She looks great. Like she's got the silver hair. Like she looks lo- wonderful. And then we come to find that she's like been in love with... Um, what was his like last name it was like something cien fuego or something it's like yeah like 10 thousand, fires a thousand fires or something like that um mila fuegos or something like that andy garcia um who is lovely i love andy garcia and then like from across the room they're like ah! and they start singing fernando which is like one of the weaker abba songs in my opinion it's just very odd um it's a weird song because it's about like like the Mexican like revolution like civil war revolutionary war war of independence I think it's a very weird very very strange song um for a bunch and- of Swiss people to sing right yeah you're just like okay I get it you like history but like what uh- <laughs> they're like we did Waterloo we need to do uh <laughs> Fernando yeah but, ugh, Waterloo I don't know so okay so I guess since we kind of like booted the present day sequel story out of the way we should talk more about um the prequel lily james as donna i personally thought she did a good job mm-hmm. she apparently studied mamma mia the movie for hours and like memorized like all of her like all of meryl's performances because she wanted to do like a believable um meryl mm-hmm. or sorry donna from the first film and I think she pulled it off I do too and I also think the casting for the younger group was amazing especially her friends like the the ones that played Tanya and Rosie they were like it literally looked like you just like dialed back time and then it was like you know young Christine Bransky and young Dame Judy Walters just living it up in Greece you know yeah fun fact the girl who plays um young Tanya played Heather Chandler in the Heather's musical Oh, very nice. Good for her. Getting some film, film work. I don't know. <laughs> um, but also the men were very hunky. Other continuity error. Last one. So when she's having, so in the first movie, when she's having flashbacks to like the dudes, they all have these whack ass like getups on, like from the seventies, like very seventies, mm-hmm. like long hair, like handlebar mustaches, like tie dye, and then in the here we go again they're just like normal normal hunky dudes and you're just like this is crazy this is some crazy shit where is sam with a handlebar mustache and like a bandana where's harry with like his get up oh my gosh yes yeah he's like made to be like some bad bitch rocker like when they first met and then like you meet him and he's just like you know very posh dude who wears a leather jacket like which I mean, like, was probably the truth. You know what I mean? Like, that was probably what it was reality. But her, her, I guess, romance. She's remembering him to be like this super hunky, like, 
headbanger. Yeah. Alas, we got Virgin Harry and he sings Waterloo and it was really cute. Benny makes, um, from ABBA, makes another cameo there. Bjorn made a cameo in the last film as one of the Greek gods in the credit scene. Mm -hmm. He was like the one that looked like Zeus. Um, And then he makes another, Bjorn makes another cameo in the very first Donna scene where she's singing When I Kiss the Teacher, which is a very weird song. Um, He's like literally one of the professors or teachers or whatever in the back. Like you see literally like a split second blink and you missed him. Bjorn's just like, what the fuck ever? I got paid. (laughs) Let me live my life. Did they explain why she couldn't go home? Uh, And here we go again. Because if she's not Catholic and she's Cher, like, I don't understand. I think, I think she still had mommy issues. So she wanted to do it on her own. Like she didn't want to like have her mom rub it in her face. It's just a weird choice to like. I would be very, like, if I knew I was pregnant, I would not be like, let me stay on this remote island where there's, like, it's, like, a four-hour trip to get to, like, any sort of, like, city with a reasonable-sized hospital. You know what I mean? Or it's, it's like, a a strange decision. Like, your friends have, you know, you can go be (laughs) with, like, where they are. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't do that. As much as I would love to live, like, on the island for a short period of time i wouldn't want to be alone having my first child like no no thank you but what um what did you think of the prequel part like the story i thought it was fun Mm -hmm. um basically she graduates from college and her and her friends you know do a little performance and then she's like i'm gonna go travel around because i can't go home and so she hooks up with Harry. He sings Waterloo, and that's really cute. I thought that was fun. Um, and then she gets a, a you know trip with Bill to the island. Uh, she meets up with Sam, and they have their little romance. And then she finds out that he's you know engaged and has to leave. And he's like, "Yeah, sorry about that." And so yeah, then, like shut the fuck up, Sam. You like trashy piece of shit. It's like. What did you expect to happen? Like, I don't understand. But also, like, if you didn't love her, why did you have a photo of her in your possessions? You know what I mean? Like, if you were really running away from that wedding, like, I would not, I would not take any evidence that I was supposed to be getting married with me. Yeah. Uh, so she's heartbroken. And then she goes and, or she, her friends are there and they sing Mama, or they sing Mama Mia, right? Again. Yeah, she sings like it starts off like sad and slow. Well, okay, so the two of my favorite songs that like uh, in the movie that they did were um, <clears throat> she does Name of the Game, which is good. Like it's her singing. She's like picking oranges and that's right before she finds out um, he's engaged. And then they do Knowing Me, Knowing You, which is really good. Um because it's really like she's really like yeah I should have figured this was gonna happen you know um but I'm still like broken up about it and he's like yeah I guess we're really done this time and it's like yeah <laughs> dumbass um so I just wanted to shout out to those two songs because they're also like just classic ABBA classic ABBA yeah, I think <laughs> the, the music that, in like, this movie were pr- was pretty pretty good and it made sense like it wasn't too Mm -hmm. much I feel like the first one had too many songs 
mm-hmm. you know? And they also pulled a little bit, a few like more obscure ABBA mm-hmm. songs. I feel like the first movie is like, get the hits out, get Dancing Queen, get Mamma Mia, like get- We know what these bitches are here for. Give yeah, them what they want. Get, get the people going. <laughs> Bring them back. Um, they only had a couple like obscure ones. Like they had like our last summer. Um, Slipping through my fingers was not popular until, you know, the musical slash the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they also did. Sorry, let me check my notes. Boop, 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 boop. One of us. That was Sophie and Sky. They did a trash job, but I do love that song. I also really like the prequel idea. Personally, I kind of wish they had almost leaned on it more. I mean, the majority of the movie was the prequel, but I feel like if they honestly had just been like, like a press, change the title, like Mamma Mia, like whatever. (laughs) Mamma Mia, not a mama yet. Like, (laughs) and it was just a prequel. I feel like it would have been really good, but then I feel like people would have been disappointed that, like, the OG cast wasn't back, and, like, you know, where's Meryl? Like, everybody was asking about Meryl, like, when they realized she was dead. (laughs) But also, like, the very end, like, when they have, like, the reunion of um, Sophie and Donna, like, when she's bringing her baby to the same little chapel where she, you know, where Donna brought Sophie when she was a baby, and it's, like, heart breaking yeah um it's very sweet because it's uh my love my life is the one they're singing um and it's a really it's a really like i get misty eyed just like listening to it like cleaning my apartment you know what i mean like mm-hmm. abba comes on it's like my love my life and i'm like like scrubbing the toilet um like bawling i feel like this movie felt to me like it was less to do about like a mother-daughter relationship so I feel like I like the movie more the budget was bigger (laughs) Um, it was more like becoming a mother not really like the relationship between a mom and a daughter because like honestly Sophie could have been a boy and like it wouldn't have mattered for the sake of this movie it's literally just like becoming a mom and what that means and, like, how she's, like, low-key shady, like, but my, this baby will know who its father is. I was like, bitch, like, I know. you are like, so rude. Like, your mom's dead, like, chill. Donna should, God, Donna's ghost has should come down and slap the shit out of you, not sing to you. But anyway, yeah, Sophie's mad disrespectful. I'm like, I get it, I don't know. Cher was, like, a bad mom. And Sophie was, like, nicer to share than she ever was to, like, her own mother. I know. I was like, this is, I'm like, I get it, it's share, but, like, come now. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I just enjoyed the second one more for the reasons I've already said, but also because we, it is a little, it's just wild, like, share, like, just share, like, that alone is, like, when that starts happening, you're like, what is happening in this movie? The, The musical numbers themselves feel more, like, choreographed and um like purposeful Mm -hmm. they're produced in a way that's not just like people jumping around and like chaotic dance moves which is nice um it's shot digitally the first one was shot on film Mm. and usually like shooting on film gives a certain aesthetic which is really nice and pleasing and kind of glowy 
but I think this, I think the second one looks better because I think the first one was filmed in an era where like the saturation and color grading was just same, out of this world. Twilight came out. It was 2008. Yeah, it's like a really weird like saturation and the colors are just really blue and orange. Um, yes. And then this one, the second one feels more like a painting or kind of like a very just nice, tranquil. It was like softer. Yeah. And like, I guess like the story of Donna just made me like want to go like live on a remote Greek island. And I was like, oh, and just like have a bunch of sex with dudes. <sighs> the dream. Absolutely. I'm I feel like this is in- a very. I'm just going to live in that moment for a moment. We go from uh, Mad Max and that wasteland to like just a beautiful Greek island with a bunch of sexy dudes and Colin Firth. Oh, yes. Amazing. Oh, yes. So do you think that you prefer the first one over the second one? I think I prefer the second one. Okay, so we're on the same page. We are on the same page. I mean, I have it has a special place in my heart, the first one. Mm-hmm. But I think the story, like, just, like, the explanation of, like, Mamma Mia, like, how we got to the first movie, I like the production qualities a lot better. Um, even though Donna's dead, like, you're like, damn, that's depressing. But, like... The moments that she's there is like Meryl Streep as Donna is there is very heartwarming and like you still get that like sentimentality. You're you're very thrown off by the continuity errors. At least I am because I'm a purist. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, like I just think it was an all around like more solid yeah. movie. Um, and yeah, I just want to go lie on a Greek island and have some dude row me around the bay and I'm wearing like a bikini and he's taking pictures of me and I look fantastic in all of them. The (laughs) ultimate fantasy. (laughs) Do you have a favorite song from both movies? And a least favorite song. Okay, least favorite song, SOS. Performance-wise, terrible trash. Like, Well, okay, so in the second one, he sings it, but it's kind of like a softer, like, reprise version. And it's not that bad, because it's like, he's sad, and he's kind of just, like, solemnly singing it. So he's not belting out. And it's also, like, 12 seconds that he's singing. It does not last long. So, yeah, I would say the first movie, least favorite song, SOS. Of the first movie, my favorite song that they did, it was was, um, The Winner Takes It All. Hmm. She did a fantastic job. There was no comparison performance-wise. Second movie, I'd have to say my least favorite song was when Sky and Sophie did One of Us. Because, like, it made sense, like, story-wise, like, why they sang that song when they did. They're just both not great singers. Yeah. Dominic especially. Like, just shut the fuck up, bro. Um, I'm sure you're great, but, like, you were not meant for this role. I don't know why you got cast. Um, and then my favorite from Here We Go Again. <sighs> That's tough. I'll I'll say I'll say the name of the game. Cause I like I just like Lily James. Mm-hmm. Um, her singing voice is actually pretty good. Yeah. Compared to other people in the movie um yeah so those are my favorite and least favorite what about you I think I agree with you on the first one um actually my I think my least favorite is the one where 
Tanya is like singing to the to Does the your one mother guy. know? Yeah, I don't know. I just think uh, it's a waste of time. Yeah, that's fair. And they they built that arc just so she would sing that song to him. That's literally yeah. the only reason that bar guy was like hitting on her the whole time. It was just also she's a milf. Like let's yeah, let's be real. But like story wise, that's the only reason it happened. So I think that's my least favorite. And then favorite is winner takes it all. Mm. Um, and the second one, I think my least favorite. Um. I probably agree the the song between Sky and Sophie because I just like don't remember it. <laughs> like it's just not memorable. But my favorite is Dancing Queen when they come in on the boat and like mm. Colin Firth and and uh, Bill are doing the oh, Titanic yeah, doing thing. Titanic. I'm just like this is cinematic perfection. I yes. love this so much. <laughs> Where is its Oscar? Yeah. So the Academy is trash. I think that's my favorite. That is a really good scene. I do agree. Do you have any other thoughts on Mamma Mia or Mamma Mia? Here we go again. I don't think so. I enjoyed watching both of them. You know, we've been shitting on both of them for like two hours now, but we really really went hard on Mamma Mia though. Like we've only been talking about here we go again for like 30 minutes. We (laughs) talked for like an hour about Mamma Mia. There's a lot to say because it's like, it's kind of a phenomenon, you know, like, yeah, like I said, it's, it's one of those movies that's bad, but fun. Yeah. And still enjoyable. You know, like we talk about cats and that's just awful, like all around awful. It's not even fun to watch. Whereas Mamma Mia, it's like, you can tell the people making it are having a really great time and that makes it fun for you to watch. And and none of them have CGI buttholes. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> not that we know of, at least. Uh, I know. There might exists. be a, a butthole cut of Mamma Mia. I know it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is out there. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I love X-Files. I think they made an X-Files movie. We should review that. I've only seen a few episodes of X-Files, so I don't know. One of my favorite shows. Um. But yeah, I, I enjoyed both of these movies. I had a great time talking to you about them. And I had a great time kind of steering the wheel a little bit, taking yeah. taking mom's car for a spin. Double feature. It's great. Yeah. Time. Um, I did not write down our socials. So you're gonna have to do that part. Oh, okay. Well <laughs> <laughs> if I you... don't remember our own social media, guys. I'm a if very you enjoyed great... listening to us talk about Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia, here we go again. You can follow us on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. You can listen to whatever else we have out there. Uh, and if you want to follow us to just follow us and be our friend and maybe DM us and tell us some suggestions, you can follow us on Instagram at, at Another Picture Show. And that's about it. Yeah. Thank you for hosting, Madeline. You're welcome. Thank you for giving me the reins. I more quickly often. take the reins back because I'm a control freak and uh me no me no do good job. <laughs> no, you did a great job. I'm just kidding. You did a great job. <laughs> I'm gonna be muzzled the next episode. <laughs> All right. I, I wrote out a script for you to say these exact lines. <laughs> no, let me take the muzzle off. You don't speak until I tell you to read the lines. <laughs> Anyways. All right, gang.
Until then, <laughs> will I be wearing muzzle? Will I not? You'll have to tune in next time to find out. But until then, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.